Everybody. My name is Emily Stadina. And my name is Abby Ujira. And welcome to Castles and Common Rooms. The podcast where we talk about all things fandom and film related. All while battling the film bros and finding our place in the media space. Happy Halloween! It's Halloween! Woo! Finally! This is the first uh, like special Sunday episode. Yeah. This is our first one on a Sunday. We, uh, you didn't get an episode on Wednesday because I was sick. But that's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Today's episode is the one that we've all been waiting for. The, the, the Harry Potter episode. Our master episode where we're going to literally talk about everything. <laughs> everything Harry Potter. Everything. We're probably going to forget some stuff. So but, we will do a part two to this at some point. Probably. Um, we took some notes, so we tried not to forget. But Yes, yeah, so we're going to be going through our relationship with Harry Potter, our favorite characters, books, movies, and we're going to be breaking down each individual book to our favorite parts. And then we're going to talk about some unpopular opinions that we have. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot to talk about today. We're super, super excited. We've been dying to make this. Of course, this is not the last time you'll hear us talk about Harry Potter. No. However, it's our master episode. Yes, if you're looking for anything, any of our opinions on anything Harry Potter or our personal Harry Potter info, always just come back to this episode because it will all be here. And in preparation, we had (laughs) a 24-hour Harry Potter marathon. We literally, last week... Last Saturday, we woke woke up up at 7.30... Got ready, started the first movie at about 9.30, and finished the last movie at 7.30 in the morning the that next Sunday. day. We That was a week ago. That, One week was. ago, right now, we were watching Chamber of Secrets. Oh my god. <laughs> I just realized that. That just hit me. Oh my. It was, it was crazy. Honestly, highly recommend doing this for yourself at some point. We dressed up. We had an outfit change. We had a ton of snacks prepared. Decoration. Yeah, everything. We were totally prepared for this. It was honestly so much fun, even though we were exhausted <laughs> by the end. A little bit delusional. A little bit delusional. <laughs> it was worth it. It, it was. was so worth it. It was really, really cool. It was one of those things like most honestly, not I'm not gonna say most people haven't, but a lot of people really haven't sat down and watched every movie back to back to back to back because it's All the so way yeah, because it's so long. Yeah, it's twenty so, hours of content. It's an experience, honestly, that many people haven't done. So that's why I, I wholly entirely recommend doing it. Yeah, plan it like a month in advance mm-hmm. so you can get really really hype. Pick the day. Be prepared. Be done with all your work so you're not mm-hmm. stressing. Sleep. Go to sleep early. Do whatever. Put your phone away. We yes. were not on our phones the yes. whole time. Because oh we God. were saying that, like, because we've seen the movie so much, like, you don't really, like, have to pay attention anymore because you mm-hmm. know what's happening. I mean, I do that with every movie that I really like, mm-hmm. whether it's, like, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Marvel. You just don't watch them as closely as you yeah. did the first couple of times you did. And, like, and, we talk during them normally, too. Yeah, so we, like, explicitly said, like, phones are away. So we only went on phones, like, during commercial breaks and in between movies and to, like, check the time. Yeah. Um, and so. that, there were things I, I picked up lines I'd never heard. And mm-hmm. I had been watching the movies for 11 years. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Like, there's parts of those movies I was like, wait, why don't I remember this? Literally. Like, why why don't I remember this happening, like, at all? But yet, obviously, it's happened. Like, hello, these movies have been out for, for a while now. 20 years. Oh, <laughs> like, you know? So, 
I I completely recommend doing it. It's a commitment. I it will is say. a commitment. It's a commitment, and it was it was hard at some point. I you had know, to. When it was like three a.m. and we were like, oh my god, we still have like what two, two more movies? movies to go through. <laughs> like that was yeah. I had that to. Was a lot. I had to put my head in a in a cold shower. Yeah, I I got an ice pack <laughs> out, put it on my neck, and we had to slap ourselves. Mm-hmm. We were drinking cold water the whole time. That's another thing. Make sure you're staying hydrated throughout it yes. because you. Will will be dehydrated and eat actual food and not just candy. That was our mistake. Yes, we did not actually prepare well <laughs> enough because we had a lot of snacks. We did order pizza to come at one point, but like we needed more meals. We really didn't <laughs> yeah. plan that out. You're gonna be so. less tired if you're uh, if you're eating like hot meals, like meals, meals. Yeah. So prepare yourself you have plenty sorry <laughs> my water fell um you have plenty of time you know you can do it whenever you want just give yourself yep. a date and then get yourself food snacks make yourself comfortable and just go for it yep get up just and move around if you need to mm-hmm. uh definitely recommend doing it now this time of year i mean obviously we did it a week before halloween but november is a really good time and obviously mm-hmm. christmas the first couple of movies give off good Christmassy vibes not the last mm-hmm. couple yeah no. <laughs> not the last couple um, that's alright yeah so yeah I definitely definitely recommend doing that it's honestly we were saying like did that really just happen like it was it was so much fun the second it ended we almost redid it we literally almost, we almost put the first movie back in after yeah. staying up for 24 hours and honestly if I wasn't so sleep deprived at that point we I would have done it yeah, we would have done it. Like, we literally we, watched the second two movies. We took, like, a four-hour nap, and then we re-watched the last two movies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what did we say? We, we napped from, like... I mean, eight. I showered after after the movie, so yeah. I was like, I need a... I, need a- I napped from, like, eight to noon. Eight to noon. Mm-hmm. I think I slept from, like, nine to, like, one. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And then, you know, stayed up till that night, and then slept well. Slept well that night. Yeah, I got 13 hours of sleep that mm-hmm. night. <laughs> oh my god, I was exhausted. But <laughs> worth it, was it. worth it. It really, really was. Okay, so now getting right into the right into the actual episode, all of our notes. We're going to start off with our personal Harry Potter journeys. Would yeah. you like to go first? Sure. So I was first introduced to Harry Potter when I was in second grade because my brother's fourth grade teacher was obsessed with Harry Potter. Like, almost all of his assignments had to do with Harry Potter. So oh, naturally, I right? <laughs> I, I didn't have this teacher, unfortunately. But um, he wasn't a teacher by the time I was in fourth grade. So he, I think my brother might have been in his, like, last class. But I remember seeing his assignments. I thought they looked so cool, and I thought... Like, the sound of Harry Potter sounded really, really cool. I love stuff like that. And so, a couple years later, it was required reading for some of my classes to read the first couple books. For like, I think it was, like, fifth and sixth grade was, like, the first two books were required. And I had to do projects involved with them, too. So, through school, I was introduced to them. But I immediately loved them. And honestly, I'm not a reader. Like, you can ask anyone. I do not read I've tried, and I've tried recently even, too, to just, like, read books just to do it, but I really, I don't have the attention span for it, not gonna lie, but Harry Potter, that's, like, one of the very few series that I completely finished, and I live by that, (laughs) because it was, I just, I love it so much, so I was introduced to it when I was little, and I've, of course, watched all the movies and everything, and 
I've always loved it, but honestly, it was definitely something for a while that I kept very private. And just because, like... Can't relate. Right? Well, <laughs> well, because the thing is, is that, like, most people, when you're like, I love Harry Potter, they were like, oh. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, it was, like, one of those things, like, you kind of had to be, like, under the bar then be like, do you like Harry Potter? And you know what I mean? But yeah. now, like, I'm so happy that it's, like, a public, like, popular... Like, as much as I am happy about that, it's also, like, kind of like, oh, I wish it was, like... The old days. But not a big deal. Like, I'd much rather be able to be, like, open about loving Harry Potter than feel weird, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Loving it. But, yeah, so I'd pretty much say that's my my story with being introduced to it. What about you? Um, so mine's kind of unique. <laughs> uh, a little bit different than the usual story, I would say. So, I used to be a hater. <laughs> so, by used, I was eight. So, like, <laughs> um, I, I just say that because, honestly, the movies just scared me. Uh-huh. Uh, they used to show them on Disney Channel around Halloween. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the first two, they used to show on Disney Channel. And I sleep with the TV on, still do, always have. And that would be the one night a year I would sleep with the TV off. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> she said, not even Nickelodeon, just straight up, it's off. Yeah, literally. Okay. Yeah. No, because then Nick at Night would come on, and I would have George Lopez in the middle of the night. So, <laughs> 4 a.m. The year is 2008. It's 4 a.m. You wake up in a cold sweat. Literally. You see George Lopez. Anyways, go Yeah, ahead. literally. Um, yeah, so it was just kind of, like, scary. I, I have, I, like, remember, like, images of watching Chamber of Secrets when I was, like, little, little. And I just it just wasn't my thing. Like I said, I was kind of, like, scared of it I just didn't understand it I didn't get the plot it was whatever and then my friend if she's listening she said she was this is a shout out hi Sophia Mm -hmm. uh when we were in third grade so I was probably nine she she got into Harry Potter and I was like girl no that's so stupid blah 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 and she was like no no listen listen Mm -hmm. I think I don't know exactly what book she was on at the time or whatever but she had just watched the Chamber of Secrets movie, so she actively had it. And she was like, watch the Chamber of Secrets, we're watching it right now. She put it on, oh my god. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It's so weird that the first one I watched was Chamber of Secrets. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and she essentially just told me the entire plot of the series. Like, I don't, it's like, I don't, I rem- have memories of her telling me, but I don't remember when we started or when we ended, how long it took, and mm-hmm. what order it, she told me things. She, <laughs> like, it was just, like it was just suddenly I just knew everything that happened. Um, as far as Chamber of Secrets went, I watched the movie religiously that entire summer. Like, I watched it every single day. <laughs> Which is weird. And then, of course, I wanted to get into the books. And I'm a reader now. I definitely like to read. But I wasn't so much back then. Uh, And it took me three tries to actually get through the first book. (laughs) The first time I picked it up, I only got to chapter four. And I was like, no. (laughs) Oh, wait. Goodbye. Um, Second time I picked it up, don't even know what I got to. Third time I picked it up, I finally finished. I think I might have finished the first book on Halloween. Oh. So... I know! Wow! Wow, would you look at that? Yeah. At least I I remember being towards the end of the book on Mm -hmm. Halloween. Um, The first time I actually watched the first movie was on Halloween. Like, fully, having read the book, or having to be able to understand it and do it. So, yeah, was that like 10 years ago? Oh, oh my god, happy 10-year anniversary to me! Anyway. (laughs) So, 
Yeah, uh, so I did that. Uh, it took me seven years to read the whole series. I also watched all the movies out of order. Mm-hmm. The last one, I think the last one I watched was the last one, but that was because it literally wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. But before then, the last one I watched was Order of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Like, because oh I had to watch them through the TV and the scheduling. It was so weird. And I was just trying to, like, I, I don't understand how I became such a big fan and how I understood it since I absorbed it in a completely unconventional way. <laughs> Um, yeah, once I got into, like, middle school and stuff, I really, like, fixated on the Hunger Games, and then I grew up, I had more schoolwork to do and just stuff to do in general, so, um, reading the Harry Potter books just became kind of, like, a a little pastime, it wasn't, like, my main source of reading, um, and then one summer in high school, I was like, oh, I actually have never completely read the last book, I had, like, flipped through all of them. I had essentially read the book. I just didn't read it in order. I don't know why I read everything. I did everything out of order <laughs> for this freaking thing. Um, but I read it one summer, and I got to the epilogue, and I said no, because it was 2017. And I said, I'm going to finish this on September 1st, 2017, which is when the epilogue 19 years later takes place. I'm going to finish the book the day the book ends. And I woke up. At 6 o'clock in the morning, which I would have anyway for school. 6 o'clock in the morning, which in London would have been 11, which is when the train leaves. And I just sat there and I was like... Oh my god. (laughs) Okay! Oh my god. I know. I I posted, like, I I actually woke up, like, before 6 and I typed out a whole Facebook post about how I'd been waiting for that day for, like, 9 years. Oh. And then I posted it at exactly 6. And then that night I finished... I finished the series wow. on the day that it ended. That is amazing. <laughs> that is really amazing. I know, but I feel kind of weird being like, yeah, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, but it took me seven years to read the books. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you did it in a cool way. Like, that was really cool, honestly. Yeah, I... Oh, my God. I have not read the books since I read them. Yeah. Like, I read them once, and that's yeah. it. Well, but... same, but I have my dad listening to the audiobooks now. Mm-hmm. And when, I think I might do that. Yeah, when he drives me back and forth to school, so whenever I'm in the car, um, he's uh, playing them, I hear them. But, like, I've only really heard the beginnings and the ends. I haven't really heard the middles, because he does the middles when he's driving back home. And, we just, <laughs> and when he's driving Hogwarts, back here. Bye, <laughs> Literally, I haven't spent any time at Hogwarts. It's <laughs> so depressing. Yeah, so... Those are our stories, how we kind of, like, got into them. Um, we'd love to hear what you guys, you know, how you got into them. Yeah, you wanna, of course. You know, send us a message on Yeah, Instagram are you an, are you a or... new fan? Are you an old fan? Are you an OG fan? I wish I was an OG fan, but I was just born. <laughs> right? Like, the thing <laughs> is, I, I would like to consider myself one, except for the fact that I was an infant. So... Yeah, I'm going to consider myself an OG fan just because I was an active fan when the franchise was active. Yes. Once it was still occurring, still yeah. coming out. And, I mean, I was a child, but nonetheless, a fan. So. Yeah. That's that. <laughs> um, and of course, it's not your fault if you were not alive then. Literally. <laughs> we're not like, hey, you can't be an OG fan. If... No, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, not your fault. Not your fault, girl. We got you. No worries. Anyways, so we want to also share just like our, you know, our info, our witch info, if you will, <laughs> you know, like our student info. 
So, if you'd like to start. Oh, okay. So, I am a Gryffindor. Always have been. Always will be. I have never questioned my house identity ever. I I don't know what it is. Because I, I mean, it's... Other Gryffindors out here will know this, especially not so much now because people are starting to claim other houses, but like a few years ago, and you're like, I'm a Gryffindor. It'd be like, you're just doing that because it's popular. No. No. Mm-hmm. Um, my wand is 12 and three quarter inches. It's Hollywood, which is also the same kind of wand as Harry, mm-hmm. uh, with the dragon heartstring core, and it is surprisingly swishy. Mm-hmm. And my Patronus is a bloodhound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I am a Slytherin, and I have always been one except I have not admitted it for a very long time (laughs) because there is a lot of Slytherins out there I know who can completely agree and have done this themselves I've literally seen people talk about it when you are a child and you take your Harry Potter sorting test and you're sorted into Slytherin the way that Slytherins are represented in the stories you're looking at that and you're like oh my god I'm a horrible person you know when you're a kid and you don't know better like that's what you think so naturally I was like okay well I can't just like tell people I'm a Slytherin they're gonna you know think I'm horrible (laughs) so I would retake the quiz over and over until I figured out the Gryffindor answers and then I was like okay I'm a Gryffindor and (laughs) it took me a while to just kind of like took you until three weeks ago literally like (laughs) a month ago to actually sit down and be like okay let's take the quiz again and this time let's be genuine not just put the answers that I've learned to automatically put and nonetheless I came back as a Slytherin again and so now that I'm older and I can realize that being a Slytherin isn't a horrible thing at all (laughs) it's a it's fine like it's just you know it is what it is I am proud to say I am, in fact, a Slytherin. So, anyways, um, my wand is fir wood, unicorn hair, 10 and 3 fourths inches, and has solid flexibility, and my Patronus is a nightjar bird. So, that's that. A nightjar. I know. It's a type of bird. It's like a little bird. <laughs> a little bird just, like, pecking. Like at a the... little bird. I don't know what oh I'm my gosh. to do. But, anyways, so that's that. So now we're going to go into our favorites. I think we both have, like, the same... Well, we both had the same favorites. Mm-hmm. But also, like, my favorite books align up with my favorite movies. Yeah, same. I, yeah. Um, essentially... Well, because, like I said, I haven't read the books in a while. So it's more or less just the plots of them are my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the same way I was thinking. Uh, yeah, so I just have them in order of the series. So my favorites are Prisoner of Azkaban, Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince, and Deathly Hallows. And obviously Deathly Hallows... Um, if I had to choose between the movies, it would be part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine are literally the exact same thing. <laughs> um, like, no differences at all. Um, I did put mine in order of, like, how I like them. Yeah. So I put Half-Blood Prince, Deathly Hallows, Prisoner of Azkaban, in order of the Phoenix, because I've always loved Half-Blood Prince. It's just... So do I. I don't know what it is. It's just literally my favorite. Can, I do know what it is, but yeah, we'll get we into can, it later. But we like, can get into it when we actually talk about Half-Blood Prince. Like, but. it is... It's so good. I know. I love Half-Blood Oh, my Prince. gosh. Like, when we had our movie marathon and it came... Even though I know. it was so late at night, <laughs> was I was midnight. like, Half-Blood Prince, finally! I know. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> um, favorite characters. Okay. Um, my favorite characters... These aren't in any particular order, so I yeah, don't same. know. Um, mine are Hermione, Luna, Bellatrix, and Draco. I just... I don't know. I've always liked 
dark characters, but like I <laughs> Did you also... say that every single episode? I always like the dark I characters. I do. I always <laughs> like the mean ones. But I also like, how can you not love Hermione? How can you Literally, not love Luna? I will I... not stand any Hermione slander. No Hermione slander. None. Absolutely not. My favorite characters are Hermione, Ron, Ginny, and Luna. Mm. I think. <laughs> I know, right? Um like for now. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it changes. Literally. Um, Hermione, I don't know, she's always been my number one. I think, mm-hmm. now that I've gotten older, I can definitely see, like, if she was right in front of me, um, we probably wouldn't click the best. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I wouldn't be her um, friend, but... No, <laughs> and I do know that her and Ginny are pick-me girls on the book, okay? I know mm-hmm. that, I know that. We get it, we get but it. But Hermione did, when you're, like, a snarky, sarcastic, booky girl, and, and as a kid... Like, she's, like, your icon. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just does uh, so much. So much. Same thing with Ginny. I mean, she was a little bit more sporty. But when you're, like, sarcastic and fiery and stuff and you just have someone like that to look up to, it's everything. And then I love Ron and I love Luna. I like all the soft characters. Yeah, yeah, she, <laughs> we always say it. It's true, though. She likes all the soft characters. I like all the mean characters. Like, I don't know why, but... I just love them. I love them so much. I love the whole Weasley family. Mm-hmm. I... Oh, we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> now, we are going to take apart each... I don't... Book? I guess book. Yeah, each one book, film, book, both film. of them, just yeah, the stories, each individual story. Yeah, we did just have the whole movie marathon last week, and we do watch the movies way more often than we read the books. This is mm-hmm. primarily going to be about the movies, but mm-hmm. books are still completely relevant here. Yes, considering they're pretty much the same stories. Yeah. Anyways, so. Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, here we go. Alright, so personally... I I do love this movie. Yeah, I same. think it's just it's cute, it's nostalgic, it's comfortable. You know, you watch yeah. it and you're like, oh, I'm at Hogwarts. Like, yeah, it's fun. so it's so warm. The first two movies, uh, directed by Chris Columbus, they just have like this like golden glow of childhood around them, mm-hmm. and the score yeah. just leans into that even more. And it's just like mm-hmm. the discovering of the Wizarding World. Like one of like my favorite parts that like really gives me this feeling is when they're all in the boats looking at Hogwarts for the mm-hmm. first time. Oh my gosh, how oh, magical oh, is that? Like, <sighs> I, Sorcerer's Stone, I think is, it has a very simple plot, I will say. You know, like, it's yeah, a very simple I, story. I noticed that but, when we were watching it. I was like, this is really simple. Yeah. But for some reason, that movie is so long. <laughs> it is so it's long. two hours and 40 minutes. It is so long. But, like, as simple as it is, it's cute. You know what I mean? It's adorable. Like, you watch it and you're like, oh that's just like little them and like with the way that we're like attached to these movies they're like our friends you know what i mean so it's like watching it it's like oh that's them when they were little like it's cute but there's also like a sad side to that coin where it's like you're watching all of them come to hogwarts for the first time and you're like ha 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 half of them are gonna die in defense of this castle (laughs) anyway i know it's like horrible yeah it's just the pure innocence Mm -hmm. and just the learning of magic and just knowing that that's not gonna be around for long i know (laughs) it really is such a pure movie i honestly like i love it i just think it is really cute i wouldn't obviously put it at like any of my tops no just because it is very simple and like they are little so it's a little yeah. harder to like speaking of them, them being little <laughs> the child acting oh listen please. okay as far as kid actors go these are the top of the top okay yeah. oh, they're, they're incredible but they're still children yes and some of the line delivery <laughs> i think we all know so some examples funny <laughs> what is it 
He's going to sacrifice himself. No, no you, you can't. can't. There must be another way. <laughs> oh, my God. And Ron in the bathroom. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh um, also, surprisingly, CGI still holds up. Yeah. Like it, oh, my God. Like you could definitely tell, but for it being 19 years ago. Yeah. Honestly, good. like all of them. Like, like the special effects good. hold up pretty oh god, yeah. well. Like the Quidditch match, Quidditch match looks good. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. So that's that, right? I don't really have anything else to say about that. Yeah, one. I'm trying to think of like other specific like things I really, really, really like about it. Like I said, it's just the whole like just like seeing things for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's just really special to me. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely, you know, introduces us. To what is going to be yeah. an amazing, heartbreaking story. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, my God. The end. Don't even get me started on the end. <sighs> I, <laughs> I'm i not going home. Not really. And then leaving Hogwarts place? Stop it. Please. I cried. I know. Oh, my God. Because that'll come back later. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. I already touched on this before. Um, obviously, it was the first Harry Potter movie that I watched. And here's the thing. If you ask me at any other point to rank them, it's very, very hard for me to rank the Harry Potter movies, but generally I would say that the the latter half is higher than the first half, mm-hmm. um, just because I like the more adult story better. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably put Chamber Secrets at the bottom, because I always said that it has all of the nostalgia and the same warm feeling as the first one, it just doesn't have the charm of being the first one. Mm-hmm. So, like, like I said, it's, it, it's not our introductory, it's not, like, introducing us to magic or anything. Um, it's not our first time seeing any of this stuff, but it still has that same warm feeling. I always thought the plot was great and stuff, but if I had to pick a least favorite one, it would have been Chamber of Secrets. And now, I don't know about that anymore. Because when we watched Chamber of Secrets last week, because, like I said, I, Chamber of Secrets is probably the one I watched the most. It's probably between that one, Half-Blood Prince, and the last one that I've seen the most. Um... I enjoyed it way more than I thought I did. Mm-hmm. I thought I would be sick of it. No. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Like, it it definitely has a more interesting plot, in my opinion, than yeah. the first one. Just because, you know, they're actually starting to dive into, like, the situation that's going to take place over the next several years. Mm-hmm. And just in general, like... It's, you know, they're still young, they're still kids, so like you said, it still does have that, like... Mm-hmm. Their voices you know, change, though. Their voices change. That <laughs> is one thing I always say, their voices annoy me so much, and it's not their fault, it's just... If they're, they're right you know. in the middle of being, like, a childish and being, like, deep, they're yeah. just in the weird, awkward spot They're right in, in the that middle. weird phase, Emma Watson came on set, was probably like, oh, what's going on with them? Anyways. <laughs> Harry! What?! there is a scene so if you guys are not familiar with astrology ron is a pisces and harry's a leo yes and there is a scene in that movie that is so defining of what a pisces leo friendship would be like and it's like ron being horrified he's like harry what (laughs) it's so funny the entire movie him flying the car (laughs) it's i know the whole time like they terrified he's horrified and it's it's just so funny though honestly but in general i do like that um 
storyline better. I think it's a little more, like, yeah. interesting and entertaining to watch. Yeah. It's just, literally, the thing is, for me, it's literally the same thing that you said. Like, it doesn't have being the first movie charm to it, obviously, because it's not. Yeah. So, other than that, like, that's the only reason I would, like, flip-flop those two as yeah, being, like, same. my least favorite and i say least favorite like quote unquote because They're i don't not, like, i don't just like them. them i love them no. if <laughs> i just, had to choose yeah it's just like in terms of ranking them mm-hmm. like it's you know it depends honestly yeah. on if i'm looking for that like first year charm or if i'm looking for like yeah. the plot to be better or honestly do you know what it is i'm like this across all things but like i hate when an integral person in the group is out so, like, when mm-hmm. Hermione gets petrified, obviously she's my favorite character, so I was like, well, that Hermione's gone. That. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I want to see more Hermione! Yeah. Um, again, another heartbreaking end. The end where Hagrid comes in, and, well, first <sighs> Hermione comes in, and she runs up, and I they know. hug, and then Hagrid comes in, and everybody claps for him. Bro! <laughs> I know! Oh, my God. You no, know, it's a sweet ending. It really is. So... Yeah, anything else on that? I don't think so. Right, I, I don't know. We have way more thoughts we have later. a lot more. <laughs> These first two, very simple. Honestly, yeah. not much for us to say, but yep. we got more to talk about. So, yes. Prisoner of Azkaban, what do you think? One of my favorites. Same here. I don't know why. I think... it's It has, like, as far as the movie goes, again, I'm not entirely sure about the book, Kinda, yeah. Um, it has the like the the nostalgia mm-hmm. and like the charm of the first two, but it has the deeper themes yes. and deeper aesthetic of the later ones. Exactly. And Alfonso Corona, I don't know what he did and how he made it this way. And same thing with the soundtrack. The soundtrack, even though it's by John Williams, same as the first two, it's so different. It's like it's medieval mm-hmm. in like a cool way. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's so interesting. It really it's is. so unique to the rest of the movies and to the rest of the series. That it, it just sticks out in the best way. Yeah. Like, it's still very much, like, a, it gives, it, it is very Halloween-y. Like, mm-hmm. I would say this movie gives off the most halloween vibes. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, because there's a werewolf. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it has a very, like, old, witchy, medieval kind of yeah. kind of vibe going about it. And I love it. And also, I realized, I mean, I've noticed this before, but I was like, this is the only harry potter movie to not have voldemort as the villain yeah which is a nice break yeah um (laughs) honestly it is yeah i agree with what you're saying because like i think this movie balances the like nostalgic comfort of the first two Mm -hmm. really well with like having a more mature plot line and you know stronger like a stronger story in general Mm -hmm. because you watch it and they're you know they're a little bit older now there's more things happening now and it's still though like even though it is a more mature plot line it's not crazy mature it's not really deep and dark just just yet there's hints of dark things happening but it still does have like a first two movies comfort to it yeah so i do like how it balances that really well i think that this is also one of those movies that if you're saying to a friend like oh let's watch a harry potter movie and they're not crazy familiar with it you can put this one on and yeah. be like you would be fully entertained by it because yeah it's, you know it's, it's a good default movie if you're like i want to watch a harry potter movie but i don't know which one 
pop in Prisoner of Azkaban, it will satisfy all your needs. Exactly, because, like, someone who's not as familiar with it doesn't necessarily have to be fully familiar with it to understand the plot line and follow along, Mm -hmm. but someone who is really familiar with it doesn't have to just sit through, like, the first two movies. And I don't say that in, like, a bad way, but you know what I mean. Like, naturally, you do want to see the more, like, interesting plot lines, so Mm -hmm. this is one that I think satisfies both those needs, where you can you know enjoy it either way yeah and also um with the characters i feel like this is the first movie where they look like themselves Mm -hmm. like all especially like the main three all three of them look like how i always pictured them yes like i can't describe it i don't know what it is i think it's their hair honestly (laughs) (laughs) but they they look perfect and this is a theme that we'll see later with me I love, like, friendship movies. Mm -hmm. Like, I love, like, my favorite parts of the movies and the books are just Harry, Ron, and Hermione just chilling out, Mm -hmm. being friends. And there's quite a few instances of that in this. I just like to see them be kids, and there's a lot of that in this movie, and I really, really enjoy that. Yeah, and I think in general the characters' personalities in this, Mm -hmm. now that they're a little bit older, they have, like, a better personality you know you can see more of like who they are Mm -hmm. versus them just as like kids you know now that they're older they have more of a personality they express themselves more Mm -hmm. in the way that's like them and not just you know child doing whatever yeah but yeah so I think that this movie is an excellent movie like I said it's one of my favorites I it's funny too it's really funny it's so funny it's really good it's honestly it's just it's so good it's perfect it's really except for the end yeah I praise the last two on the end Mm. I will not be getting that from me the freeze frame (sighs) I made a tiktok on this and people are trying to tell me all these things. I always like, no, you didn't. Shut up. Yeah. I don't like it. Every I forget about it every single time I watch it. And then right when it's at the end, I'm like, oh, God, it ends on a freeze frame, freeze doesn't frame. it? And then it does. And I'm like, there you so go. Funny. Everyone's like, it's supposed to look like the Dementor sucking his soul out, but he's actually happy. So it's kind of like a parallel thing. Or it's a snapshot of his last happy moment of his childhood. I don't think that's what it is. I no. think they were just like, freeze frame. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> as, as film majors... A lot of the time, I hate to say it, there are things like that. It don't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. (laughs) It really doesn't. Listen, like, there, most things in film are very intentional, obviously, because you have to put them there, you have to do certain things, otherwise, like, why would you put it there? It's also abrupt, like, in the, like, in, like, like, pacing and, like, beats and, like, the music and stuff, it's really abrupt. Yeah. So, honestly, if it had any real meaning to it, I think it would have been blatantly obvious if it did, Mm -hmm. because it's just... I think it was just a fun, like, editing thing, and, I mean, I don't like it, but, (laughs) you know, like, I don't think they were looking to make some deep point out of that. They just kind of wanted to cap, maybe they just wanted to capture, like, his happy face, like, him smiling. Yeah, that's probably exactly what it You know what I mean? But it wasn't like, oh, the Dementor, no, it had nothing to do with them, honestly. (laughs) I really don't think it did, so, sorry about that, but, yeah. Trying to get angry people. (laughs) In our comments. Yeah, right. Oh, it meant something. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, Goblet of Fire. Mm. I honestly really, really like this one. I'm not gonna lie. Like, sometimes Order of the Phoenix and Goblet of Fire for me kind of, like, flip-flops. Yeah. So, I, because I really do enjoy it. I think that, first of all, it's the beginning of the deeper, darker story. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it is the first story where we are actually getting into something pretty serious, Mm-hmm. Um, again, I like the characters' personalities in this as they're getting older. 
you know, starting to get to know them for who yeah, they are better. Starting to get romantic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, starting to see a little of that there. So <laughs> I like that a lot. Obviously, the Yule Ball. Yule, I have literally in my notes, Yule Ball Supremacy. Yes. I love the Yule Ball. Yule Ball is fantastic. I, that's, oh, oh my God. Oh, the things I, I would do to be there. Literally. Like, <laughs> size, lace, and starfish pins. <laughs> One, two, anyways, but yeah, oh my God, the Yule Ball is amazing love everything about that so so mm-hmm. much honestly in the beginning you know starts with the quidditch world cup would have liked to see more of that oh my god i remember the first time i watched this movie they built it up so much mm-hmm. for none of it to be in there oh yeah. my god i was so mad yeah. it literally goes from let the game begin and fudge like throws the thing out into the court and like it goes up and then it just cuts to the tent and yeah. I was like, what happened? Yeah. I would have loved to see more of the Quidditch so World cool. Cup. Just see them, like, enjoying it. I don't care if it would have made the movie three hours. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it would have been a nice detail to Literally. add. Especially knowing how dark Literally. it gets honestly, later. Honestly, if this entire movie was the Quidditch World Cup and the Yule Ball, I would... <laughs> Literally. I would still really like it. Make, like, a, a Rogue One, but, like... Quidditch World Cup, you know what I mean? Not Rogue One. No, I mean like just like an insert I to know. the story. <laughs> oh, just God. like Quidditch World Cup, that's it. But yeah, I would have loved to see more of the Quidditch World Cup. I would have liked to see, honestly, and I'm, I don't know if they should have necessarily added this to the movies, but I just personally would have liked to see them like preparing for the Yule Ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like them getting like ready, seeing like a little bit more of it. You see like a little bit, but like a little getting ready montage. You know what I mean? Like a, some, a good little night to remember from High Musical three, right? Like something like that would have been cute, but like I understand why it's not there. Yeah, but like it would have been cute to see it. Yeah, kind of going along with that in the whole wanting to see stuff in the movie. I do like this movie. It isn't one of my favorites. I I do love it though. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I love the movie, but it's not a good adaptation of the book. I remember yeah. the director didn't read the book and he didn't want to surprisingly he still made a fairly good film Mm -hmm. it's a good harry potter film but as far as like adapting it goes he got the mood and everything right um but he did not he left a lot a lot a lot of stuff out yeah like the house elves are just not there and Mm -hmm. because the house elves aren't there neither is spew (laughs) yeah um, a lot of important, like, character stuff he left out, um, which, I mean, isn't that big of a deal, because we just kind of accept the movie as we do now, and like I said, it's a good Harry Potter movie, but if we're going based off of the adaptation of the book, yeah. uh, it's not, it's not the, the best. best. No. Um, also, with the movie, I think one of the reasons that I don't like it as much is because of the whole Mad-Eye Moody plot line. Yeah. It takes up too much time. Yeah, it's a little too, too focused on it. Too much time. Yeah. If it was more of a Which I know thing. it has to be because for things, but I don't like it that much. I would literally, I just want the whole movie to be the Yule Ball. I like, know. I. That's horrible. No, literally. I, I get that. I agree with that, honestly. I'm not, I don't mm-hmm. care about it too, too much. Like, if it was a little more in the background, like in the shadows type thing, instead of like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, all do we have it. to watch him take Polyjuice Potion all the time? I know. And oh my god, the scene where they were in class. I mean, I. Because I've been watching them since I was little, so I kind of become, like, desensitized, I guess, mm-hmm. to everything in them. 
Um, but when he was doing the, the unforgivable curses and he was doing Crucio in front of Neville, I was like, oh my god, stop it. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, It was horrible. So, so rude. Oh yeah. God. And also with the whole desensitization thing, Cedric has never bothered me. Oh my god. Um, but this past time it really did, and I don't know why. I still... Cedric's death is heartbreaking. It's I literally wrote so that down. Sad. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. Because, first of all... Just knowing that he's the first victim of the war, like, yeah. he really is, you know, like, yeah. he, he was killed by Voldemort, first victim of the war. That's horrible. He was a student. He, was a, he was a child, you know? Innocent. Yeah. And, like, completely innocent. Like, didn't even yeah. know what was going on, innocent. Exactly. Had no idea what was happening, just trying to get out of this thing that he's a part of, mm. and he was murdered. Like, that's absolutely horrible. Yeah. And, like... When they return, and you hear his dad's reaction, Stop. it dun, is... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I know, but hearing his dad's reaction, and hearing what he says, like, saying, like, that's my boy, like, that's Stop so... It. That is so sad, and honestly, I think they did a great job at capturing the genuine shock and tension that oh, was God. in that stadium, because, like... It's so good. You feel it, and, like... I, not that I've been in a position like that, but, oh but like, I've been in, like, you know, positions where, like, I think most people have been in positions where something completely shocking happens, like, right in front of you, and, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're just sitting there, like, oh, my God, like, I, I don't even know what to, what to say, you know, and you're just literally in shock, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like everyone, like, you watch it, you feel like you're there, a part of it, because... It's just done so well. Mm-hmm. But it really is so sad to think about. Honestly, this is something I say about Cedric, and I also will say for the next movie as well. I do wish we would have seen more of Cedric in the first couple movies. And yeah. I know even if, like, you know, not that he had to have any, like, lines or anything, but just, like, seeing him around would have been nice, you know, yeah. because he is a student there. And if he's going to have this significant yeah. of, like, a role in this movie, I just would have liked to see, like, you know, maybe him just, like, passing in the hallway or, like, sitting in, like, a classroom. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Well, he's also not in their year, but uh, Cedric is mentioned for the first time in the book in Prisoner of Azkaban as the seeker to the Hufflepuff team. Yeah. Which, technically, he's in the movie, but not really. Yeah, like, you see the seeker, but it's not him. It, no, it might be. It's just not Robert Pattinson. Yeah. So, you know what I mean, though? Like, I would have liked to see a little more of him just, like, around existing. Because even though he's older, like, just to, you know. Yeah. Like, I feel like he just comes in so, like, not abruptly, but kind of just, like, you know, now he's such an important person in, like, this one film, this one story. Like, that's it. You know? I don't know. I would have liked to see a little more of him. Yeah. You know, that also would have created a little bit more of a connection to the character if you, like, saw him around. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like subconsciously, like, seeing someone around and, like, that happening. Yeah, or just mentioning him by name. You know? As, like, Hufflepuff seeker. Just, like, yeah. literally, Cedric, degree, score. Yeah, exactly. Name, whatever. Like, just something simple, I think, would have yeah. been nice. But, no big deal. Yeah. And Still. The fun. last note I have on Goblet of Fire is... Do pumpkin pasties, please? <laughs> it is. Go look at my notes. It's right there. I, know. 
Um, so that's all I'd say about that. <laughs> on that note, um, Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. My first note is, this is where I start simping. My first note is, we meet <laughs> Luna for the first time. Yes, Luna. I have Luna with a heart next mm-hmm. to her. And that's the other thing I was going to say, like, similar to Cedric, I do wish we would have seen Luna around or, like, heard yeah. of her before because... You know, I, I don't know. I love Luna. Like I said, of one of my favorite characters. Yeah. And I would have loved to just, like, see her maybe like, walking in the hallways. Maybe, yes. like, hanging out with Ginny at some point. You know, something like... Yeah. You know, just, like, see her around, just, like, existing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing is that I love these characters, but you don't... Like, until you meet them... You don't see You them. don't see them at all. So, I just think that knowing that they're gonna eventually be introduced, it would have mm-hmm. been nice to see them around yeah but i always forget that she's introduced so so late within the series like this she only has two three books yeah out of seven like and i think she's such a great character like to not have her around at all for those first few but i will say i mean she is in Ginny's year so she wouldn't have even been there during the first one yeah and then she would have been like 11 and i don't really like I mean, even in Order of the Phoenix, she's 14. Like, do yeah. we really need to see, like, 12-year-old Luna running around? Like, <laughs> I know. I would have just, like, see her, again, like, just, like, in passing in the background, mm-hmm. something like that, just to, like, be introduced to her without necessarily mm-hmm. having to, like, explore who she is just yet. Yeah. Um, also with this movie, kind of going back to Prisoner of Azkaban, this is another movie where I think the characters look and act most like themselves. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I'm, I'm simping now. Mm. They're old enough now. They're old enough now. <laughs> it's time. We can officially simp. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't know what it is. I, again, I think it's the hair. Yeah. I think it's the hair. I think this is where they all really just physically embody the characters so so well and it's when they start acting most like themselves and again going back to that uh point that i pointed out before the friendship vibes of this movie are impeccable and i love it (laughs) i just love ah like even like the the scenes are like it's just harry ron and hermione just sitting around the fire i think it's when they're talking about Harry kissing Cho for the first time, and they're just talking and joking. Like, that's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. It's really cute. Honestly, I agree. I think that this movie, they're old enough now where it's like they're mature. Yeah. You know, they're 15. They are, you know, they're still obviously young, but they're not necessarily kids anymore yeah. you know and i really especially after everything they just went through yeah exactly i really like that aspect of this movie i like seeing them as older more mature starting to really get into things now you know mm-hmm. like this is you know we just got introduced to like the war if you will in the last movie and now we're starting to like really get into it and i like that a lot about this i love the scenes where they're training I, yes i love them oh, i love them i love them so much i think they are so cool they those are the scenes that really stick out the most in my head when yes. i think of this movie the one where harry's going when he's teaching them the patronus mm-hmm. and he's talking about how every the greatest witches and wizards in the world have all started out as students mm-hmm. and if like why can't they do that too mm-hmm. like oh my god it's incredible oh my yeah. god yeah i, I love th- seeing Ginny in this scene yes oh my god she's so cool i love i love ah! the twins i love the twins betting on ron and hermione yes. i think that's so funny like oh everything about this one um i also i love like underground revolution plots so (laughs) (laughs) just in general like everything like my favorite things ever i'm like looking at my wall collage right now of all my favorite things and 
They're all underground revolutions. Literally. No, they literally all are. Yeah, so I love me a good underground revolution plotline. And Umbridge, Umbridge is the worst. She She's horrible. She sucks. But I don't even feel like the need to say that because everyone's just in agreement yeah. with that. It's not There's... even like, like, it's not even like, I like to call it like the Darth Vader mm-hmm. kind of concept where the villain, I mean, they're obviously bad, but they're cool. Umbridge, mm-hmm. isn't, Umbridge isn't cool. No, there's nothing good about like, her. <laughs> like, like I've said so many times, I like the bad oh characters a lot of the time. I hate Umbridge. There's nothing about Umbridge that Who I like. Who does? Who likes There's Umbridge? There's nothing Nobody about her. Nobody does. There's nothing to like about right? her. Right? I feel like saying I hate Umbridge is redundant. Cause yeah. Because everybody does. No kidding. Like, no, literally, anyone listening is probably like, yeah, I, I mean, I hope so. Right? <laughs> like, no kidding. You you don't like her. Like, she's horrible. Yeah. So. Oh, God. The worst. Uh, another thing. Serious. The pain that Harry feels. <laughs> oh, God. Listen, that is so sad to see. Like, the fact yeah. that they had to cut that scream out. Oh, God, yeah. Like, that is very sad. Um, I'm gonna find my way to the archives and find that. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, honestly, I did write down, this is definitely not a movie that can be watched out of context. Like oh, I said God, before, no. like, Prisoner of Azkaban, you can put that in, and everyone, no matter how much you know or don't know, mm-hmm. can enjoy it. This movie... No, if you don't know it, you don't get it. Yeah. You really don't. You can't watch it out of context. It's a fantastic movie, mm-hmm. but it is definitely one that you have to know, like, what's going on in order to follow it at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, so. Another thing that I have is kind of relates back to the books. I wish they built upon the prophecy more. The movies in general don't really build upon that prophecy. We see, like, a little bit of it in this movie, but we don't get the whole... Uh, Trelawney gave it, and then Snape overheard it, and he mm-hmm. told Voldemort, and that's how he found out about James and Lee Potter, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, that whole thing was just kind of completely ignored in the in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a really important part of not only, obviously, the series, but especially the, this this book. This is where it gets the whole, I mean, they literally physically touch the prophecy. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember in the books, with the, the Department of Mysteries they're in there really quick in the in the movie, and it's just the the things collapse, which is awesome, mm-hmm. by the way. When all the prophecies fall, oh my fall. god, um, I've always loved that part. But um, the they spend a lot more time. Uh, I I remember this in the book because it was so funny. Ron gets like a weird like octopus stuck to his head, mm-hmm. and he like <laughs> and he like goes crazy, mm-hmm. and he just starts saying all the stupid stuff. <laughs> And I wish they, like, did more of that kind of stuff. Again, yeah. this book, this is the biggest Harry Potter book. It's 870 pages. Mm-hmm. So they obviously couldn't keep everything in there. Um, again, it's still a really good adaptation. Yeah. Um, but obviously not everything could be in there. Yeah. Oh. Okay. We back. We take a little break. Mm-hmm. So. To talk about our favorite. Half-Blood <laughs> Prince. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Okay. Yes. This is my favorite. It's always been. I really wrote my favorite, hands down. Always has been, always will be. It yeah. really is. It's so good. It hasn't always been my favorite, but it's always been one of my favorites. Definitely mm-hmm. top, definitely top three. Probably flip-flop mm-hmm. most of the time. It's always, it's my number one. It's always been my number one. I just, I love that it's like a dark plot line taking place while there's still students at Hogwarts. Yes. You know, because for me, like, I like the deeper plot lines. I think that they're more, you know, naturally they're more interesting. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, as you're older, it's more interesting to watch something that's yeah. more complex, not just, like, oh, that's good. You know, like, that's why yeah. the first ones, as much as I love them and they're cute, like, they're very yeah. simple, so it's not as, like, grabbing. Yeah. This one, 
dark plot line and it takes place at Hogwarts still, which is perfect to me because yeah. obviously we love being at Hogwarts and we love the, I don't know, I'm yeah. being repetitive, but like we, we love it. It's yeah. so, so good. Yeah, kind of what you said before, I think one of the best things about Harry Potter is that they grow with you. Mm-hmm. Not only do obviously the characters grow and the plot lines get darker, um, obviously, but you grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're going off order release, like these were released over 10 years, mm-hmm. a 10 year period. And also, like, as far as the books go, even like the language, it gets mm-hmm. more mature. More mature. Um, so that's one of the best things about this series. And uh, also, like you said, uh, I just love like the stories and the characters. Again, another movie where I think that they're all like perfect, mm-hmm. more friendship vibes. And I think I think I pinned down why I like this one so much. It's because it's still dark, but there's still some high school vibes. Yeah, like, like it, it's so much like high school. This is where we really get the romance. Mm-hmm. Like this, I think, is kind of categorized as like the romance year we got a lot going on we got harry and mm-hmm. Ginny. we got ron and lavender we got mm-hmm. ron and a kind of hermione mm-hmm. we, who else do we have technically <laughs> Ginny and dean yeah um we got a lot we, we got, got a lot, lot going on and honestly it's i i really like it i think that it does like you said really like portray the characters again really mm-hmm. really well now that they are like older as we're going older obviously you see more and more of them and who they are and i just think that this does a really great yeah. job at showing them yes it's so funny mm-hmm. the characters are so funny they are so funny don't oh even my get God. me started on felix felices <laughs> i love that part every single we quote it all the time mm-hmm. not to mention the pincers <laughs> <laughs> so funny that whole thing but oh, i love it yeah i love i i really do love this movie so so much honestly <laughs> I love the fight between Draco and Harry. Girl, stop it! I do. I think it. First of all, I think it looks really cool. Yeah, like it was really well done. But Um, is that like your favorite part of the movie? It's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Not gonna lie, I think my favorite part is Ron on Love Potion. (laughs) It always has been. I think it's so funny. It is funny. No, I love that part too. Another example of Abby gravitating toward the dark parts and gravitating <laughs> towards the soft parts. I like soft and funny. I know. I think I think the bathroom scene though, like it's just again really cool. I love the emotion in it. I just I thought it was really well done. Yeah. I really do think it was well, like yeah a cool scene. I just have in my notes sad boy Draco. <laughs> yes. Um no because okay so we were watching it last week right I was ready because now like with whole like Draco talk and everything. I was expecting to gain somewhat of a new perspective, which I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was expecting to at least empathize with him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I had the it had the exact opposite effect. I laughed at him <laughs> every single time that boy was on screen. Every single time that man cried, I laughed in his face. I <laughs> that was, that's so mean. Um, I can't explain it. I, know. I don't I feel know like why. I'm allowed to laugh at him. Right? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I have a like a connection yeah. to him where I can make fun of him. and That's he... how I feel about Ron. Yeah. I don't know why, but I bully that man <laughs> so much. You know what much. I mean? Like, I feel like I can but make fun of But he's my favorite. <laughs> That's why, no, like, Ron and Hermione, I bully them so much, but it's because I they're my favorites. Yeah. Like, so. I feel like I'm allowed to do that. I feel like I can laugh at him while he cries because <laughs> I have, I don't know why. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Anyways. So... 
Um, yeah, I, I do like that scene, though. There's a picture of that scene with, like, Snape healing him, and I just think it's a really cool picture. It is. Um, I, I, I like that picture, too, yeah. but I think that's part of why I like the scene, too. Do you know what they left out small. of the movie? And it's really important, and people like to ignore it. That Draco was going to Crucio Harry! I know! It's literally it in was the book. Oh my god! And also, I mean, yeah, he didn't know what the spell would do, and that was stupid of him. Mm -hmm. But we all know Harry is not the smartest. Yeah, again, he's a Gryffindor. There's a reason he is not in Ravenclaw. (laughs) So there's so many reasons. No, it's true. That should have. That is a detail that totally should have been in there. Like I don't, I don't watch that thing. Think, oh, poor Draco. Like. No, he Yeah, was, I feel bad for him in yeah, general. Naturally, but, like, like, I would feel bad for anyone in that situation, but he, it's not like he was just innocently there, like, he did nothing wrong, he was just upset, yeah, and he, he was came freaking, in and was, he was like, killing, he was like, killing birds. He was, <laughs> the birds he was up to stuff too, like, listen, <laughs> again, he's one of my favorite characters, but that's not, that doesn't mean that he just, like, oh, he's a little innocent, no, no, no he's not. No, he's not. He, not that he should have, you know, not that Harry should have done that, but he was, again, going to curse him, too. So, literally. Cru- he was going to crucio. He's going to torture Harry. Yeah, so. He couldn't have just said Expelliarmus and called it a day. For real. Stupefy, call it a day. I know. So. Alohomora. <laughs> Alohomora, please. That's my favorite. <laughs> when he used Alohomora in battle. That's so funny. It just unlocks doors. <laughs> But, you know what I mean? So, it's not like either of them were really in the right, Yeah, you know. Should Harry have done what he did? No. But, yeah. it's not like Draco was just sitting there like, no, please, like, I'm an innocent boy. No, he was gonna no. come at him, too. Yeah. So, um, also, it hits so hard at the end, seeing them, like, starting to destroy Hogwarts. Bro! Like that? <laughs> I know, I literally hurts. have my notes. I don't really like the ending, because it's sad. And it's the mm-hmm. last time we were at Hogwarts, for any yep. case. Yeah, I wrote sad to know that we'll never return yeah. to Hogwarts as students afterwards. Yeah, and not that I don't like the movie because of this reason, but just because, like I said, I just love the holy friendship in high school vibes. Every time Harry goes to Dumbledore's office, I'm like, aww. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> for reasons, I will explain in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Um... But, yeah, um, the ending is definitely sad, but, I mean, again, I like the emotional things, but I, yeah. it is sad to see them, like, you know. The Great Hall getting destroyed uh, and stuff. That Hagrid's is... hut just being on fire. I know. Like, it's it so is. so sad. It is really so sad. Like, and just, again, knowing mm-hmm. that, like, next time we're at Hogwarts, they're not students there anymore. Yeah. Like, they, they've gone through a lot since yeah. then, and it's gonna be really, really dark afterwards, like. That's really yeah. sad to know. Um, other things, like, with this movie that I also love, like, the Slug Club, that's a whole fun adventure. Again, mm-hmm. we're into the whole, like, relationship thing, mm-hmm. like, the whole, like, Hermione-Ron Lavender thing. I eat that up! Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, the, the Quidditch. Quidditch is back. We yes. haven't seen Quidditch in so long. I know. I've seen Quidditch in two movies. I know. And it's back. Finally. I love me some Quidditch. Um, they... Did Ginny so dirty? Oh my god! They gave Ginny the personality of a piece of cardboard. They <laughs> they said, you know that cool feisty girl in the book? She doesn't exist. She's no shoelaces. Uh, no <laughs> shoelaces. Shoelaces. That's, That's it. it. 
That's it. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> they literally, because Ginny and Harry are supposed to have the kiss that Ron and Lavender have. It's supposed to be, like, Harry had to be out for a Quidditch game, and Ginny caught the snitch for him, and she's running at him, and he just kisses her in front of everybody, and everybody's like, yeah, like, and I mean, it's supposed to be, like, this magical thing, mm-hmm. and they start dating, and it's, like, this cool, like, feisty, sporty kind of relationship, mm-hmm. and it's awesome, and this one, they're just, like, shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Horrible. What? What? I don't... Ugh. It's, it's hard to watch sometimes, not gonna lie. I know. Like, it's so unfortunate. She's such a great so character in the books. Like, if you, if you don't like Ginny, you can only say that if you've read the books and watch the movies yes and then you say i don't like jenny because then at least you know yeah. who she is and you don't like her for that mm-hmm. but to watch the movie and say i don't like jenny literally girl you don't know jenny also coming on the whole love thing i just love the theme of love in this mm-hmm. movie <laughs> i'm a libra <laughs> uh, and i'm an aries guess that explains it too <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god wait yeah i'm a libra oh my god i love libras oh my god Sorry, quoting Nicki Minaj. <laughs> but, um, love potion. Um, that's like roofing somebody. Yeah, for real. That oh was, my god. Ms. Ramil Devane literally tried to roofie Harry. Yeah. And then ended up getting Ron. And then ended up getting Ron. <laughs> and then he almost died. Yeah. So, that is she going to face any consequences for that? Or are we just going to pretend it didn't happen? Are we just going to pretend it didn't happen? Because the whole thing happens and Harry's not like, Ramilda. What 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 the, what the heck? Why'd you do that? Yeah, right. Look look what happened. Well, why'd you do that? Like, that was I'm to not gonna to go out with you. I literally have a girlfriend. Shut up. Like that was supposed to happen to him, and he didn't say anything. Right? Like he I would like, be so scared. Right. Walking around knowing that somebody was trying to like love potion me, and wouldn't I would be too afraid to eat anything. Right. Oh my god. Also, speaking of love potions, again, <laughs> of course, <laughs> no one will love, <laughs> love potion, potion me. me. <laughs> Anyways, um. Weasley twins got their own business. Yes. They're oh popping off. We forgot to mention them in uh, Order of the Phoenix. We were talking about that. But the whole fireworks thing? Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God, yeah. Definitely. The best. Weasley twins in their prime. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I love seeing their shop, too. I I think they're such great characters. Honestly, I do think that they're in there, like, pretty well, too. You know what I mean? Because they're not, like, main characters, mm-hmm. naturally. But they are in there enough where, like, you still get to know them and, and you, you get care a connection for them. with them exactly so like they did a really great job i think with inserting them just enough yeah obviously you know all the wheezy twin stands would love to see more of them but <laughs> considering that they're not the main characters <laughs> they're in there remember that the series is called harry potter yes exactly um, i say that to the draco fans too because they're always like oh we should see more no you shouldn't he's not the main character he should not have been seen any more than he was <laughs> he's not the main character literally okay this is about Harry. like imagine if there was a book about you and it focused entirely on the one girl in your math class the whole time right like <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be boring that would that would completely defeat the whole purpose right <laughs> so point is i think that the weasley twins were perfectly inserted and i love seeing their shop also yeah i think that it's Ugh, really just fun i would love to be there prince. i they didn't again going along with the ending they didn't really explain the whole half-blood prince thing we mm-hmm. find out that snape is the half-blood prince of course so we don't know that he is a half-blood and his mom's maiden name was prince and blah 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 we, mm-hmm. they just don't tell us any of that yeah um again kind of like what i said before um every time we go into dumbledore's office and go look at the pensieve i'm like Mm. And, like, learning about horcruxes, I'm like, oh. Mm. Just because, like, it just disrupts my my high school movie. (laughs) 
You're like, I don't need to see this. I don't need to see this. I know. We'll get more into Dumbledore in a minute, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, overall, this is my favorite movie. I could watch this over and over mm-hmm. just because I love it so much. I think it's so good. Again, I also, I love that they're older in it, too. Yeah. You know? And I also feel like they're not, not that they're too old in the next one, but, like, they are, naturally, they are older in the yeah. next one, and they're dealing with Well, they, they have series. to be. They have to be more mature. At least in this one, they're still allowed to have a little shred of childhood left. Exactly. And just to be able to go around and date and do all that stuff that they're doing in this one. No, exactly. Like, in the next ones, like, they are, even though they're kids, they're completely adults, you know? Yeah, they have to. Like, they can't, they, one, there's no time to fool around. Yeah, exactly. So, I like seeing half Wood Prince, them as, like, students. Yeah. But dealing with more serious stuff. Like, I, I said that earlier, but, like, I think that mm-hmm. just, it balances that really, really well. And I really, really love this yeah. movie, this story in general. So... Deathly Hallows. Here we go. Are we just, yeah, we're just we didn't split these up into part one and part two just because we're talking about the story mm-hmm. uh, as a whole. But Deathly Hallows, I would say if again if you would ask me, I would probably say that Deathly Hallows Part Two was probably my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I will say now Half Blood Princess is kind of like at the top for now. I used to watch Deathly Hallows Part Two religiously. Mm-hmm. Past couple of years, I haven't been able to because it's literally so dark for me now. Mm-hmm. Um, that it makes me way too sad to watch it. Yeah. Uh, oh not even God. just because of the darkness, but because of the ending, because it makes me sad because it's over. Mm-hmm. Um. No, it's true. <laughs> I would say Deathly Hallows Part 2 is, like, my second favorite movie. It's so It's good. so good. But I can't I, believe I saw it in theaters. I know. Like, it's... I, it's crazy. I, I, I don't remember it, honestly, entirely, like, seeing it in theaters, but I do remember, I remember seeing like, the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, the shot of the Dementors looking at Hogwarts. I remember that really, really clearly on a movie theater screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember watching Snape's memory on the movie theater screen. Yeah. Oh, my God. But ugh, what I would give. They should do, like, right. a Harry Potter marathon in a movie theater. Like, just do what we just did, but have it in a movie theater. Right. Oh, oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> That'd be so ideal. You get, like, a hundred, like, 200 people. Oh, oh, my, oh my God. God. All people who care about it, that'd be, like, oh, amazing. Right. And get yeah. everybody to, like, cheer at yeah. parts. And everybody brings their wands. Stop it! Oh, oh my God. God. dress up, that'd be amazing. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, I actually did split mine into part one, part two, just so I can, like, yeah. distinguish some differences. Yeah, I just kind of have mine in order. Mm-hmm. I talk about part one first. So, I think part one, for as great as it is, Loki kind of get a little bored during it. Not yeah. Like, it's a great, great movie, but I think just because of the fact that we're not at Hogwarts at all during yeah. it. Yeah. I think for me, I get a little bored. I Maybe just because we're used to being at Hogwarts all the time. Yeah. So, like, to not be there and doing something else. Yeah. And, like, and this this one is notoriously the boring one. Yeah. I remember when it came out, everyone's like, oh, it's the boring one where they're camping for months. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has... I always forget how good it is. Like, if you lined up Harry Potter movies and you were like, pick one and watch, I wouldn't pick this one. Mm-hmm. But someone was like, we're watching Deathly Hallows Part 1. I would watch it and thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. Um, oh, it's, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, I just don't pay attention to it a lot because it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a good... The only, like, good part I can picture in this movie is, like, towards the very beginning, like, like the wedding. And mm-hmm. then that gets bad. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> I know. There's like, a few scenes in this that I actually really do like. Yeah. Um, first of all, I... I know this sounds, like, horrible, but I like seeing Ron and Harry no! fight. I just think because we don't no! see Ron like that, like, ever, you know? And to see him get so mad, I'm like, I don't know why. I just think it's, like, a really... 
It's it's but it like makes me sad. I know, but I think that they did a really good job at they that because it really is a job. sad movie, and it's like seeing that happen to yeah. me kind of shows like they're in a bad place right now. Yeah, I you just, know, like they're really going yeah. through it. Ron and Harry are best friends. For them to get into a fight where like Ron literally leaves for months. Yeah, like that is that's bad. That means it, they're really going through it, and I think yeah. that that's like a really. A great part even though it is yeah. sad like i'm obviously not sitting here like yay they're fighting but like you know just what's the tea the girls are fighting literally no i'm not saying that like that but i definitely think that it is yeah. a really great scene i also i think all of us love hermione and harry dancing stop it that is amazing. i okay when i saw it when i was like little i was like that is a little weird i always liked it but i was like Mm-hmm. What is this? Yeah. Now that I'm older, oh my god, I love it! I love it so much. It oh is. Oh my god. It's a great. It's perfect. It it's perfect. Amazing. I just love the relationship because there is never, ever, ever a question of anything but platonic. Mm-hmm. And it's wonderful. Absolutely. I think that is yeah, cause something if, so many yeah. people... Because the thing is, if you ask anybody... Like, if you ask someone who's never, ever seen Harry Potter, they don't know a single thing about Harry Potter, and you just show them the first movie, and you say, who's going to get together? They will say Harry and Hermione. Yeah. They will. Mm-hmm. Just because it's what you expect. Yeah. It's the trope. But... But no, sir. Not the case. And it's never, again, never in question. You're never sitting there like... Oh, maybe will they? No, there's nope. never any tension. Never They're tension. always just friends, and I really, really like that. And I think that this scene does a great job showing, like, mm-hmm. just two friends, like, enjoying themselves, yeah. you know? And especially through the fact that this is such a dark movie, like, seeing that moment with them, just, like, that moment of light, that moment of joy. Yeah. And, like, of friendship, to know that their friendship's not, like, gone. Yeah. Like, I just think that's really a Yeah, and that he was trying scene. to cheer her up. Because right. even what you were saying before about Ron, they did such a good job about it building, uh, like, him listening to the radio, and you're just hearing all of the names of mm-hmm. everybody that's gone missing, and they're just walking. And obviously, he's wearing the Horcrux, so he's already very irritable, and his mind is already in a very dark place because of that, mm-hmm. and he's listening to all this, just hoping to God he doesn't hear anybody from his family, mm-hmm. and just seeing, like, her uh, Hermione and Harry interact. Like, I think Hermione literally gives him a water bottle, and he's, like, <clears throat> about it. Like, <laughs> like, he's so mad about it for no, no reason. True. But But just, like... Having been in kind of like a similar headspace where just everything is just horrible, just seeing that anger between all three of them build, and I feel like I mean after Ron does walk out, which is horrible and I hate because again, mm-hmm. like I said back when we were talking about Chamber of Secrets, I hate when we have a group and one of them leaves because mm-hmm. especially my favorite one, mm-hmm. and it's like oh well, there goes that, there goes that. I mean I love Hermione and Harry, but I like Ron. Yeah. They, like I don't, I need all of them to be there. Yeah, one can't leave because mm-hmm. they're perfect. All yeah. three of them are perfect. Um. But, yeah, and that, so, obviously, he leaves, and just the part where, like, Hermione and Harry are dancing, I feel like that's the release of all of that tension. Yeah, agreed. And, honestly, another thing that I love to see, even though it is horrible, is Ron seeing his fears. Yes! Oh, my God! Before he breaks the horcrux. It's such a good scene. Seeing Ron sit there and 
just all of his fears happening right in front of him to me mm-hmm. that is so telling of him yeah. and his feelings and just like mm-hmm. in general it really yeah it expresses so so much and it's done really really well it's done so it's and mad awkward it's, it's extremely it's awkward. so embarrassing I hate to see it but <laughs> it's so but embarrassing it is so good and just seeing ron be able to literally break through that and then break that horcrux and yes. just like you know defeat that kind of shows a, it says a lot you know it's kind of that's him, why like, he is a gryffindor yeah i feel like i mean throughout the entire series but especially in these last two movies there is black and white like neon signs pointing to the exact reason why everybody is the way they are yeah for sure and that was his mm-hmm. and i think that also it kind of symbolizes him like breaking through his fears and like that because that's yeah. something that throughout this movie you do see bothering him a lot is like yeah. harry and hermione and he's like you know what if something's mm-hmm. there and like he she likes him you know whatever and like for him to see that and then break through that and yeah. really like overcome it kind of you know what I yeah, mean? yeah and all the insecurity with his mom yeah and with his sister and just because we i've we kind of get like a hint of it throughout the books we don't really get a lot of it throughout the movies yeah that whole insecurity i don't think um they covered it in the in the movies but the fact that the weasleys were kept having kids until they got a girl mm-hmm. and ron was the one that they really thought was going to be a girl and mm-hmm. it wasn't um and obviously like fred and george the ones right above them they're loud and then Percy super successful, Charlie super successful, Bill super successful. Um and then there's him and then there's Ginny, which is their pride and joy girl. It's just yeah. And then then he of course then he's Harry Potter's best friend. Yeah, exactly. He has a lot of things in his life that he gets very like insecure about and he doesn't feel like he's like worthy of a lot of things mm-hmm. and he kind of just feels like he's that, mm-hmm. you know, the extra that not like just tags along not everyone necessarily wants him there like yeah. that that's how he feels it's not the case ron we love you but like <laughs> that's how he feels and just to see him like you know all that in front of him and to see him like go through that like i said yeah really really like that i yeah. think that it was really well done for as sad as it is to see him upset yeah like it's done so well. It's done so well. And it's it's really nice seeing him break through it too, honestly. Yeah, you when know he comes I mean? back. Yeah. Better than ever. Like, um, it's really, One part really nice. of the movie that I don't like, partially because Ron isn't there, but also because it's terrifying, is when they go back to Godric's Hollow, oh my god, I can't mm. even talk about it right now. It's so scary. I know. I don't not like it. Um, <laughs> I know. I Another know. part that's scary in this movie is Malfoy Manor. Oh, stop that. I literally wrote, crap. that's my favorite part of the movie. That's your favorite part? That's my favorite part of the movie. I think okay. it is so cool. First of all, like I said, Bellatrix is one of my favorite characters, even though, again, she's a horrible person, not condoning her behaviors, obviously, by oh any means. Oh, my God. I just think she's a really, really cool, like, villain mm. character. And just in general, like, this scene, it always, like, stands out in my head from when I think of this movie. Like, I really think of this part the most. I just yeah. think it's really, really cool. I think it's, like, nice to see that there he doesn't, like, expose Harry. You know? Like, Draco not exposing <laughs> Harry. Look for the bare necessities. The bars on the floor. No. Literally. But, like, girl. no, I think it's cool. I think even though, oh my god, the most horrifying part when Bellatrix is with Hermione, like, that's oh. painful. So, I just got the chills. Literally, that's so painful, but it, she mm-hmm. does such a great job. And the way like, that in the movie obviously it was intense but the way that it was more intense in the book mm-hmm. if they had because in the book ron is screaming in mm-hmm. the basement oh my god if they added uh, that i would have broke i would have broke oh my god yeah i would have loved to hear that i will say for sure just because it would have expressed so much yeah but i think even though that is a 
horrible, painful scene. I hate to watch it because it's so, like, the, the concept scares me. But <laughs> just, like, no, literally. But just, like, she did, they both did such a great job at it. Literally. You know, like, acting-wise, they did so, so good. And I just think that it is so well done. It really, yeah. it's amazing. I love it so much. But And then, of course, Dobby. I know. Dobby. Hmm? Oh, Dobby. Uh, on to part two. <laughs> yes. So. This soundtrack makes me weep. Mm. I <laughs> I used to sit in my bedroom when I was 11 years old and put on Lily's theme, which is the first thing you hear in the movie, that, like, sing song mm-hmm. thing, and I used to just cry. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my god, the entire soundtrack, this one, Statues, Courtyard Apocalypse, Procession, <laughs> not me just naming the songs <laughs> off the soundtrack, Dragonflight, oh my oh. god, like, oh, oh god. incredible. This movie is fantastic like i've said this is like my second favorite i will say this flip-flops with prisoner of azkaban sometimes depending what mood i'm in but like yeah if you're looking, looking for it, a beginning like, movie or an end movie mm-hmm. and just but just in general though if i'm like objectively saying my favorite movies i would put this one as second just yeah. because i think it is so good it's like the thing i wrote here i was super emotional and intense because it literally is it's it's so intense that's why i can't watch it anymore i don't Mm -hmm. know how i watched it all the time when i was a kid it literally tires me out like i cannot watch it anymore Mm -hmm. it's so it's so much but like watching it i feel like i'm like there yeah i mean and it's like horrible but like it's it's so intense. Yeah. I feel it like I... It does start out a little slow. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I don't really... When they're at Shell Cottage, I don't really care. Yeah. And then they go to Gringotts, and I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Until they get on the dragon, and then that's where it gets cool. Yeah. And then it's literally... They're in Hogwarts, and then it's like, whoa! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're off! Yeah, that's where like, it's, it's... Oh my god. It picks insane. up... I think that's probably, what, like a half an hour in the movie, and then you're just running. Mm-hmm. It's just a sprint for the entire movie. There is no, There is no slowing down. It's mm. like a bullet. You just take off. It's insane. It's literally insane. And it's so it's so cool to, like, watch, though, even though it's horrible, like I yeah. said. So cool to watch. Obviously, as it does for most of us, breaks my heart to see the castle torn apart. Oh, my God. The, the one that gets, the shot that gets me the most, it's right at the beginning of Courtyard Apocalypse, the song. <laughs> I love that into that. Um, but it's it's the big, like, sweeping crane shot, and we see the Quidditch pitch fall. Oh, my God. The, yeah, Hogwarts getting destroyed is terrible, but, I mean, it was to be, like, expected. Yeah. But the, the Quidditch field, just to know that that's where all of the characters, especially Harry, experienced so much happiness mm-hmm. and so much joy. And that was, like, just, like, a purely positive thing of the wizarding world just like yeah. quidditch just to see that literally be on fire and fall like first off uh, why did they do that yeah for real there, <laughs> there no was reason. no need no, no one no. was over there no one was over there to destroy it right it was made out of wood yeah come you on. just set it on fire for what for what just but to do it just to see that is so so heartbreaking mm-hmm. and then that shot of courtyard apocalypse that's when they're trying to get across the castle and you're just following Harryon and hermione it's where they come across the troll and they go and then they have to hide and they hit the spiders mm-hmm. and they go and have to hide and then they run into lavender getting eaten by Fenrir Greyback, and then hermione casts him off of that it's just so intense it's like it's literally the thick of the battle mm-hmm. it's horrifying and then of course this is when aberforth shows up and he like gets rid of all like hundreds of the dementors like it's it's incredible to watch. Oh my god, yeah. It's 
It's so good. So emotional. So mm-hmm. just well done. Yeah. Um, I wrote, Molly Weasley went off. She Period. did. Listen, again, <laughs> I said Bellatrix, one of my favorite characters, but Molly Weasley taking her down? I love that. Honestly. I absolutely love that. I have such a connection to the up. Weasleys, and I don't, I've always felt such a connection to Molly Weasley. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh my god, I love her. And I, I love seeing her stand up for her daughter. I love seeing her do yes, what she Ginny. did to Bellatrix. Like, she she went off. I'm so... I love that part so, yes. so much, honestly. Of course, we get our couples together. Of co- Harry and Ginny were already kind of together. They were yeah. supposed to be broken up, but they weren't. But, uh, t- <laughs> anyway, so anyways. We, we get that boring thing. And then, of course, we get Ron and Hermione together mm-hmm. in the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Of course, we got everybody together. Um, what else? Oh, okay, so I'm gonna hit this part before I talk about the one I really want to talk about, because it comes first in the movie. The, the fire. Mm. The fiend fire. Yeah, that's the thing that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> this is another part, I think, where we see Ron as a Gryffindor, where they try to first off it tries to kill Hermione mm. like straight up said Avada Kedavra <laughs> like oh my god uh. um and then Ron chase physically chases after them mm-hmm. She's like that's my girlfriend I know and I was like that. I was like bro <laughs> I know but I was like okay Ron go ahead you get them go off Ron go off Ron you get um, them goes back to save Draco after Draco is being the jerk I know that go that shows their Gryffindor too. Yeah, that was their Gryffindor. And, and then his Slytherin is him getting up and running. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> they leave. How do they get out? He just gets up and leaves them behind. Literally, he runs away. <laughs> but I also love how it took them months to find the first Horcrux, and now they found like the last five in like a I know. day. Literally, <laughs> like all right, but go ahead. You're yeah, <laughs> go off. Um, um, now the part I really want to talk about, which was Snape's memory. My opinion on Snape coming soon. <sighs> but that sequence in the pensive destroys me. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. It has nothing to do with Snape. I'm going to put that out right there. <laughs> Snape, I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Everything to do with Harry and his parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's so, it's so sad. Watching it literally tears me apart. It is so the sad. The scene where... Snape walks in and just sees her body mm-hmm. and holds her, which, first off, he just stepped over James, and then Harry's crying and doesn't do anything about it. But, mm-hmm. like, whatever. Um, this yeah. movie is just, oh, my God. I literally have saddest deaths are Hedwig, Fred, and then Lupin slash Tonks. Oh, my Fight God. Me. Fred dying? I literally wrote, Fred dying? Girl, literally ripped my heart out of my chest. That is so, so sad. Like People seeing... are like, it should have been Percy. Oh, well, here's the thing about war. <laughs> you don't just You can't choose. choose the ones you don't like. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> would we all have preferred that? Yes. But, first of all... We also, he, we was, been... he was good at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and then most people would be sitting there like, good. Like, yeah. you're not supposed to feel that way. No. <laughs> you know? But it's so, it is so sad seeing their reactions to it. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my can't. God. That is, oh, my God. It's, <laughs> I don't want to say it. Like, it's painful. It's oh, so this sad. entire movie is just painful. Oh, my God. It's so hard. It is. To watch. Um, other parts of the movie. 
I guess just skipping right to the end, of course, you know, mm-hmm. Harry wins the battle. Um, I do wish that they did it more like the book, where he, in the book, they're in the Great Hall, and everybody's watching, and mm-hmm. they're just circling each other and having this conversation, and Harry keeps calling him Tom mm-hmm. instead of Voldemort. Because can you imagine fighting someone being like Voldemort? Like I would be, yeah. I would be laughing. <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> like that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. You thought that was a good name, anyways. Um, Literally, she... King of Death. Okay. King. Of... All right. Come on. Come on. Who do you think you are? Literally. Calm down. Um. But he just does that, and then when he kills him, he just falls to the ground like a human mm-hmm. because Voldemort died in a way that of the way that he despises he died like a muggle he died like a person Mm -hmm. and not like a a god or a wizard or anything he died being the thing that he hated most Mm -hmm. and that is awesome but no he had to turn into confetti I know. And nobody watched. Like, wouldn't you want to watch? I would want to watch. I, I, I would have caught out to the I would have gone out to the court and be like, yes! <laughs> Literally. Of course. Oh, we forgot to mention this. Neville. Neville oh. coming in clutch. Neville. Neville. That is Neville. his moment. That is his Gryffindor moment. One of the yes. best things about Neville is we just see all these seeds planted throughout the series. Him sticking up t- uh, to the golden trio in the beginning when he's like, I'll fight you. Mm-hmm. And like, in, uh, Sorcerer's Stone, when he doesn't want them to go, and he obviously gets defeated. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't do that. I don't think he does anything in Chamber. Uh, nothing really in the other couple of ones. He, well, in the movie, he gives Harry Gillyweed. In the book, that's different. Mm-hmm. Um, we see him struggle with the whole Bellatrix kind of thing with his parents in mm-hmm. the fifth one. Uh, sixth one, we see him get kind of, like, cast aside, but still really coming into his own. And then this one, it's just like, bam, I'm leading an underground revolution. Mm-hmm. And, like, go ahead, Neville. Right? Oh, it's amazing. I we know. love that evolution mm-hmm. and I, of him. I also love the part where Luna yells at Harry. Yes! I love that part. Harry Potter, you listen to me right, right now! <laughs> I love that part. I think it's so cool because, like, Luna is a very, like, light character you know she's very Mm -hmm. kind she's very gentle and just to see her like like you know that she takes things seriously even though she Mm -hmm. is this nice person she takes things seriously and she's like harry listen to me like i'm not just someone you push aside i'm not just someone that you you know says weird things like because a lot of people you know were like thought she was weird you know they didn't really they mistreated her a lot of time yeah so like to hear her stand up to Harry Potter in the middle of the war and just mm-hmm. be like, you listen to me. Like, I love that for her. Like, yes. It's such a small moment, but I just, I really, really like that part a lot. I think it stands out to me. It's a really, really cool part. Yeah. And then going to the end. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the epilogue. Well, like I already said earlier in the episode, I finished the series as this was happening, mm-hmm. as it would have happened in real time. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. And I mentioned this earlier, but the first movie ends with leaving Hogwarts. And so does the last one. Mm-hmm. I don't know whose call that was, but they should be in prison. Mm-hmm. Because 
it destroys me. The shot of all three of them where it's Harry, Hermione, and then Ron just watching the train leave. Oh. I could cry thinking about it right now. Oh. There are like tears in my eyes. <sighs> I can't. Oh my god. No, it is honestly so cute seeing them it's as parents. Such a kids. full circle thing. It really and like I, I don't think I've mentioned this yet, but like something I really love in movies is seeing characters with their parents. Yeah. Like I just I don't know. There's something about like it's really humanizing to see someone like that and just be like, "Hi, mom." You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like I think that's so cute. So like I love parent like child interactions in movies like that, mm-hmm. and just seeing them as parents with their child, like knowing that they raise this kid like they didn't just like appear like they literally yeah. like had this kid raise the child and are now sending them off to school and like they're so happy for them and they're just like you know their kids are nervous yeah. and they're being parents and they care about them like to me that's just so so cute I love seeing yeah. those connections and it's such a full circle moment it is full circle I think it's really really nice yeah I love that ending I really do yeah and of course the way that the book ends where it says uh, Harry's scar hadn't hurt in 19 years. All is well. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, my so, God. So sweet. Oh, I can't with this movie. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's so... So now let's ruin it with Cursed Child. <laughs> so... <laughs> For real. My first note on that, it was just unfortunate. Yeah, um, I wrote a six-page paper on why this was bad my junior year. I can't remember the exact thesis statement, but it was very, very similar to uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is inaccurate to the Harry Potter series through its characterization and its knowledge of the wizarding world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was essentially six pa- Okay, so I read it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't hate it as I read it, okay? Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, this is horrible! I was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah. Um... I still would really love to see the stage version. Everything I've seen about it being presented to you on stage is incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Even Harry Potter fans, theater fans alike. It won so many Tonys for, like, yeah. best play, which I did not see coming. Mm. Um, but I think just as a Harry Potter fandom, we just have to recognize that it's not canon. I literally said I like to think of it as a fan fiction. I don't think it's any more canon than a Harry Potter musical. <laughs> Honestly. Um, it's literally just a fan fiction put on stage. If I wrote a Harry Potter play and I put it on stage, it would have the same amount of credibility. Yeah. That's what I like to think about it. Um, um, like I said, it's it was inaccurate through its characterization. I actually, like I said, I wrote six pages of it. <laughs> um, I went through to all the play and found out where, like, where Harry just wasn't acting like Harry. I literally yeah. found a part where Harry and Ginny said that their kids couldn't have sweets, and I was like, they would never do that. For real. They would <laughs> never do that to their Harry child. And, Harry and Ginny are Harry and Ginny. They would never do that to no, their kid. absolutely not. Absolutely not. And um, I just, how they just reduced Ron to food and dad jokes. Yeah. Um, other things that I wrote about. Uh, and then it's knowledge of the Wizarding World when they were messing with all the time turners and stuff like that. And of course, spoilers for Cursed Child right here, right now. This is your warning. Mm-hmm. Um, the existence of Delphi mm-hmm. being Bellatrix and Voldemort's kid is literally impossible. Right. Um, <laughs> so I wrote six pages on that. It's at my house. I will find it. Um, yeah. But... Like I said, I still I still will go see it. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I think it would be awesome to see on stage. We'd probably cry. But yeah. even like in the when it literally starts, I knew it was gonna be bad. 
when it started with Scorpius, not Scorpius, oh my gosh, Albus mm-hmm. getting sorted into Slytherin. And I'm not saying that as a Slytherin hater. I love Slytherins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the way that the last one ended, it was literally him being so scared and so nervous about being in Slytherin, which he shouldn't have been. I will say that. Mm-hmm. He should not have been scared to be in Slytherin. But, and then Harry has the whole conversation about choosing the path that you want to be on. Obviously, I know being in Slytherin isn't an evil path, but you know to if this. He didn't want it, but but, but to this eleven-year-old kid's brain, it was. Yeah. Which and honestly, after everything, <laughs> I, I, after everything his parents went through, I'll let him have those prejudices. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I felt the same way. I did too. Yeah, but if he was that nervous about being in Slytherin, I can't imagine him actually being sorted in there. Right. And also, you're literally the son of Harry Potter. How the hell would you be put in <laughs> Of Harry Potter, who is literally, aren't they, isn't he related to Godric Gryffindor? In like a really, like, isn't and he like a deep like descendant? Dis- yeah. I know he's descendant, the, the invisibility, oh my god. <laughs> the invisibility cloak that he has is the invisibility cloak from the Deathly Hallows story. Mm-hmm. So that whole thing, his, the Potters are pure Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. The the Weasleys are pure Gryffindor. You're telling me that the one kid <sighs> is Slytherin? The one no. kid who did not want to be a Slytherin. The one kid who didn't want to be a Slytherin is a Slytherin? Also, his name is freaking Albus Cerverus. That's enough. I know. Come on, no. Um, yeah, so that's my opinions on Cursed Child. Yeah. I don't love it, but if I saw it, I think I think it would pop off. Yeah, I agree. Reading it, I no, I wasn't really like, the biggest fan, honestly. Yeah. But I would love to see the production. Yeah. I've been watching it, was to see entertaining. it for a while. I know a few people who've seen it, and some of which are huge Harry Potter fans, like huge fans, and they loved it absolutely loved it so mm-hmm. i think that it's definitely something worth watching based yeah. on what i've heard so like i do want to see it at some point yeah however based on reading it wasn't the biggest fan but yeah listen that's all right i'm not gonna go into it with any yeah. biases towards it like i, I go said in, i don't like it. to accept it as canon i like to imagine the end of deathly hallows is the end of the harry potter story i don't like the way that harry treats albus in this book at all Mm -hmm. where he literally says that he's not his son or he wishes he wasn't his son i think that's horrible Mm -hmm. i don't like when they time travel and go back to the night and they communicate through the blanket i no i the end of harry potter is the end of harry potter yes and i at this point i don't even know if i would unless they literally got the original actors back and i don't want she who must not be named to write it yeah for real and honest, but even then, I don't think I would even accept anything as canon that she didn't write, but I don't want her to write it. Mm-hmm. So, Deathly Hallows, unless, like, we as an entire fandom completely agree on something as being canon, I won't accept it as such. I think all is well. All is well. Because obviously then all was not well. Yeah. <laughs> because it literally does not get well right after it says that. Yeah. Because... <laughs> The play literally picks up at the epilogue. Like, it literally picks up at the end of the book. And yeah. the book says all was well. Well, apparently it wasn't. Apparently, so. that's He not literally true. said his scar hasn't hurt in 19 years. All was well. Guess what happens in the freaking play? His scar hurts. <laughs> now? Now? Like. <laughs> all right. That's why I don't accept it. Because, honestly, just because of that specific instance. I know. Yeah, all the other ones, too. But specifically, apparently, all was not well. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, that was a lie. So. Literally. Yeah. So that's that's that on that. 
Um, still want to see it, but yeah, yeah. So, anyways, now we have some unpopular, unpopular opinions. opinions. Don't hate us for these, but they're yeah. our opinions. All right, would you like to start? Sure. Um, I don't like Dumbledore or Snape. So, <laughs> I'm anti-Dumbledore. I'm also anti-Snape. Um, I don't understand the hype around Snape. Um, he was horrible. He did not deserve a redemption arc. He was a wizard Nazi. He is literally the reason that Lily Potter was killed. Um, he was a 13-year-old boy's biggest fear. He was horrible to Harry, and you know that he wouldn't have been horrible to Harry if he looked like Lily instead of James. Um, he just generally sucked, and he played the victim the entire time. I'm anti-Dumbledore as well. Um, (laughs) we all just like to pretend we like Dumbledore just because he comes in the last 15 minutes and says some really cool quote. (laughs) Which, I'm not gonna lie, he has some good quotes! Yeah. But it's all covered in Snape's flashback. He raised him like a pig for slaughter. Mm -hmm. He could have told this. Obviously, he shouldn't dump all the information on him when he was 11. He would have exploded. Mm -hmm. But if he would just clue him in and let, not even clue him in, just not ignore him when he needed him most. I'm looking at you, Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This would have been so much easier. And if he just wouldn't have died with all of that secrets. Like, it's it's Literally. so frustrating to me. So, I am anti-Dumbledore. Yes. I agree. I don't like Dumbledore. He mm. sucks, okay? All of the same opinion. I'm not even going to explain it. Exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I will say, for some reason, I've always said Snape is my favorite professor. I know he's not a good person. Stop it! I just like dark characters! No, it's not even that. I don't know. I've just always... Oh, God. Like, I've always... (laughs) Not you making fun of me. Listen, I've always said that he's my favorite professor. I don't know why. He's not a good person. Um... I don't, I don't know what it is, but I don't I don't hate, know either. I don't know. I don't hate him, He teaches no. potions. That's wizard chemistry. <laughs> no, I don't even like chemistry. I don't like chemistry. I don't know. I just, I, I guess I see, like, he, he, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it, because I don't really know how to explain it, and I don't want to waste time. <laughs> but my other unpopular opinion, I'm, Dobby, Dobby's death did not really make me that sad girl i'm not gonna lie i'm not really attached to dobby i kind of found him annoying (laughs) i found him really annoying um listen it's sad objectively it's sad you know like seeing him die the way he did and how it affected harry and everything like i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh it was like bad no like it was sad i just personally was not attached to his character at all didn't really like his character too too much so I don't know. Wasn't really affected by him dying well, that much. I don't get the hype around Cedric either. So, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it did affect me this last time, but before that, and still now, not really. He was in one story. Yeah. He was barely in it. I get it. He's in this and so sad. As a character, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> No, I agree. I, that's you why just I, like him because he's Robert Pattinson. Literally. Just say it. <laughs> no, literally. I agree with that, too. I, that's why I think that he should have been seen a little bit more beforehand, too. I think it would have added a little more, like, mm-hmm. depth to his character. It would have made people more... Made more of a reason to be attached to him. Mm-hmm. But I think, to me, like, it's just sad seeing him die, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Well, that it's whole sad thing. to see anybody die. Exactly. But I, just don't get, like, I just don't get his height. 
Yeah, exactly. Like that's what's sad. But I don't. I don't think like everyone's sitting here be like, "Oh, Cedric's one of my favorite characters." Yeah. Like he's there's and not we, enough of him for him to be my favorite. We're character. about to get murdered for this last for the not for the last one. I don't know the one. This next one. <laughs> I don't get the hype around the Marauders. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I never have. Listen, I always thought they were cool. I just don't know enough. Of, like especially Sirius and Remus. I don't. Get the hype. Listen, their deaths are so sad. sad. So, so sad. sad. And but I just no. I, I completely don't. Agree. I I've never gotten it. I think mm-hmm. if they were, because there's always been they, people have been begging for BBC to do a Marauders miniseries forever, which I would love. And I'm hearing some stuff from HBO. I think it was people are like Harry Potter series coming to HBO, and I'm like, what? what? Okay. Um. Right. I would love to see that. Right. But. And if I listen, I will eat up the Marauders content. Oh my god! But yeah. the hype, I don't get it. Based on what we have of them right now, I just don't. Yeah, and to I be honest, know. I'm not the biggest fan of Sirius as a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I I mean, I don't dislike him. I have nothing against them, honestly. No. It's just that, I, like the way I see people so in love with them and so attached to them. Yeah. Like to me personally, I just don't yeah feel that same attachment i think the thing is though is that it's kind of like it was right before everything went like went down mm-hmm. like the marauders is still a happy time it's right before the first resident war all, all everyone that should be alive is still alive mm-hmm. um yeah i think it's more or less just like a a good happy time to reflect on and just to think about when all when all of these people that had their lives destroyed were still happy. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so sorry guys, but we're okay. Not that. And then I know you have an unpopular opinion that I do not agree with. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I need you to just hear me out on this. Okay, I'm not the biggest fan of Hagrid. <laughs> I really wrote that. No, but listen, I genuinely do think he's a good character. I really do. I I like him as a character. I understand why, you know, people would really like him. I just don't have an, a big emotional attachment to him. I don't know why, don't know what it is, but, like, it's not that I don't like him. I want to make that clear. I like Hagrid. I like his character. I feel for his character, you know? Like, I don't want to see him sad. I don't... You know what I mean? Like, I like I like his character. I just... He's another one I'm not, like... I don't know. I'm just not very attached to him. I don't get the, like, the crazy hype over him. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just not, like... Like, even, like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't want to see him sad. I don't want to see him go through it. Wow. You, you don't want to see somebody sad? You're no. a great person. No, listen, listen. <laughs> it's just, there is some character, you know, like any other character. Like, there's certain things. Like, honestly, same with, like, Marauders. Like, I just... I'm not crazy attached to him. I don't know. Like, well, I just... think Hagrid is the most underrated character in all of the Harry Potter series. Mm. He brings Harry into the Wizarding World, and he brings him out. He is just a constant in Harry's life, a constant good mm-hmm. that needs to be protected at all costs. Now, I think I have the most controversial opinion mm. that you are about to hear ever about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like the long hair in Goblet of Fire. <laughs> I I always laughed at it. Ask like my dad and stuff. I used to be like, why do they all ha- they all have long hair in their fourth year? It's like they planned it the summer before and was like, hey guys, don't cut your hair. What like like the twins Ron and Harry? Like did they? I, they definitely did. They definitely they planned, all planned it. it. They all planned it. And then I get on TikTok the past couple of weeks. Everybody's talking, oh, like, long hair supremacy. We love Goblet of Fire hair. What? <laughs> I used to make fun of it. <laughs> I used to think it was the stupidest thing ever. I used to laugh at it. And I still do. <laughs> was it? Absolutely not. Not long hair supremacy. I Goblet of Fire hair, ain't it? I don't hate it, but I don't Order the it. Phoenix hair? Yes. Half-Blood Prince hair? Yes. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Goblet of Fire hair? I don't know what y'all are on. I don't dislike it. I just, I don't, that's another thing I don't get the hype about. I don't know. It's not that big a deal to me. It's just their their hair is a little longer. But it is weird that they all came in with, like, long hair. I, I'm saying, they, well, like, they definitely they, planned it. They planned it. <laughs> <laughs> but, Yeah. Don't hate us for our opinions. <laughs> um, I know Snape stands are so scary. I'm so scared. I know. Please don't attack us, Snape stands. <sighs> Listen, and Hagrid, I don't want you guys to think I don't like Hagrid. I want to make that clear. I agree with what you said about Hagrid. I just don't, I don't know. I'm not as attached. Like, it's same with Dobby, I guess. Like, I'm just really not, like, attached to him that much. I just don't feel. Well, He's a comfort character, so... <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, that's that. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so... Wow, we talked about Harry Potter for two hours. We did it. We have two hours of footage. Oh my, we did it. Listen, wow. thank you for listening. If you got this far... Hats off to you. Well done. Well done, because honestly, this is a lot, but... Um, <laughs> These are all of our thoughts, our opinions, our unpopular opinions. Um, We would love to hear yours as well. If you want to share any of that with us, again, you can check out our Instagram, send us a message, comment on one of our posts, whatever you want to do. Yep. Um, And just in general, like, you know, we love talking about Harry Potter. If you want to have a conversation, we're so down to have a conversation about it. Absolutely. More Harry Potter episodes will be here in the future. Like we said, we think we pretty much covered everything, but there's definitely stuff we missed. We'll probably do another Harry Potter-related episode soon. I know we're planning Mm -hmm. on a Harry Potter TikTok-related episode. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to be sorting characters and stuff right now. We're really trying to churn out as much Harry Potter content right now as we can because it is back, and that's really exciting, and I Mm -hmm. haven't been able to hyperfixate anything else. Exactly. Um, Like, it's just been the mood right now, honestly. The Halloween mood. Of course, we are going to dive into the Disney content and the Star Wars and the Marvel content. Absolutely. But for right now, this is... Is Harry Potter. Yep, yeah, this is where our heads are at. <laughs> this is, again, this is a collective, like, all of our thoughts. If you're ever like, oh, what do they think about this for some reason? Yep. Like, feel free to just hop back here. And, if you're like, watching something, you're like, I need to know I'm just, what I'm, Emily thinks about the Order of the Phoenix. How am I supposed to go on without knowing Abby's opinions on Deathly Hallows Part 1? Yes, how am I... I need to know the flexibility of Emily's wand right now. <laughs> what are their patronuses? I need to know. I need to know. If you ever want to know, feel free to come back here. Because um, it's all here. Yeah, this is, yeah. There's plenty more Harry Potter to come. Definitely. But for now, that's that. That was it. Oof. Yeah. 
Now we get into our costumes. Who are we being for Halloween, Abby? Oh. <laughs> we are being the Malfoys. Who? Who are we being? I'm being Lucius. And I'm being Draco. So, check out our TikToks if you want to see some of that. <laughs> yep. All right. Till next time. Goodbye. Bye. All was well. That's the end of our episode. You can find us on Instagram at Castles and Common Rooms for updates on every new episode. You can also follow our personals at E.L. Stadina and Abri Ujiro. Be sure to check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are available. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening! Stay rich! Period! Period.